we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way. And I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 1,180 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today? Healthy, alive, uh, doing well, a bit sore. Finally got the concrete poured uh, this weekend in the kitchen. So, uh, you know, waiting for it to dry now. Um, that was a long, drawn-out process. Uh, we bought 24 bags of concrete. Ended up only having to use 18, I think it was like 18 and a half bags, something like that. But it, it took eight hours to do all that work. And... Uh, I'm still still pretty sore. I well, was thinking for probably six of those hours. Oh goodness! I'm I'm glad you got it done. That means this is the last time, right? I hope so. Sure, we'll go with it, right? <laughs> we'll go yeah, with it. I hope so. Yeah. Well, we missed you at the poker game on Saturday. I I won one game and I I lost the others, but that's yeah, okay. We had a great time. Anyhow, Tech Tuesday. We don't have uh, we don't have a whole lot in in the way of um, of tech. It, I mean, it's a slow. It's been a slow few days. Mike Pence has run for president. Whoop de doo. I don't care. Do you care? Does the average person care? Does the average Republican care? Who's Mike Pence again? That's I'm, my. I'm point. being. I'm, yeah. yeah, that's my. Yeah, that's my point. Who who is he? Uh, the guy that certified this this sham this living nightmare that we're dealing with here. The guy that certified that. The guy that didn't even bother to say, hey, you know what? We've got a lot of discrepancies here. We should probably go back and look at that. So because of that, I'm not going to certify this. That's all that should have happened there. That's it. Not any of the storming of the Capitol or any of that crap, right? Those, those people, look, I, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to get into that because that is, that is the red herring by the mainstream media and it's a joke. So I'm not even going to entertain that talking point because today we're talking about tech. So we're going to talk about tech. Bruce, you'd be happy to know that Android will be releasing their digital wallet with the next software update. Even if you don't want it, you've got to take it. Well, that's fun. Uh, now, we knew that was coming eventually, uh, just because um, Apple already has their pay system. Google technically has their own pay system, but having it standard, um, it would, would match up with what Apple does. It you know comes pre-installed, so it makes sense that they're doing it. But yeah, it's concerning because of the future, because of digital currencies that they're trying to push on us. So now... You know, you have a smartphone, you've got a digital wallet. Uh, and if you have a digital wallet, uh, they they can majority of Americans have a smartphone nowadays, majority of Americans. 
And if you don't have one, you can uh, get yourself an Obama phone or whatever. Talk to the government and get a free one. You know what I mean? So No, they, I don't they, know what you mean. I've always paid for my phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've been expensive. Yeah. And they continue to get even more expensive. But it's going to be easy for the politician to argue, well, we could just do the digital currency. There's only going to be a small portion of the population that is going to be left out. And that portion of the population will just give them free phones. So they, you know, have to be a part of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really... I'm watching. I'm watching for July to see what this, uh, what their release is going to be of this digital, mm -hmm. whatever transaction system that they're making. You got an article today out of the UK. They say that uh, well, they're just calling it money for nothing. You're going to get a universal basic income, and it's going to be trialed in England for the first time. So we're not calling it a social credit system, but it's money for nothing. Uh, does it say where in the UK it's going to be tried? Because I'm no. Uh, no, but they are already trialing the digital pound, I believe. The the Bank of England, they're they're starting to do the digital pound. You're going to have a digital euro and there's going to be a digital dollar and all the rest of it. So all of these countries are going to be doing their own variant of it uh, is, is what it's going to be. Now, back to the digital wallet, because this is all part and parcel to that. So this all works together. So the digital wallet is like your your hub. So that is that is your key into the social credit system. You have to have the digital ID to be able to participate in the social credit system and to participate in society, you have to be in the social credit system. So all this works together. The Google wallets, the Android version of the wallet app on iPhones has started supporting digital IDs and driver's licenses. So you can get a driver's license now, apparently. Uh, and they already say that you can use these at all TSA checkpoints across the U.S., which is good, right? Which means the government is already accepting these digital IDs. They're the first ones to accept these digital IDs. Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? For your, like, for your convenience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's mm. exactly what it is. I'm glad you see it that way. The company said that the feature will begin rolling out this month, supporting the growing global push to get citizens to adopt digital ID measures. Yeah, see, you're going to have to just force people. As a matter of fact, forcing people. Bruce, you think it's, you think it's good for companies to actually force things on people? You think that's a good no. idea? No? No. No, you, you don't think that's a good idea. You don't think that would actually help in aiding these things. I mean, let's just ask Larry Fink of BlackRock and see what he thinks. It's just it, you have to force behaviors. And if you don't force behaviors, whether it's gender or race or just any way you want to say the composition of your team, you're going to be impacted. And that's not just not recruiting. It is development, as Ken said. How do you force change, though? I mean, Larry, BlackRock has, has really been in the forefront of the ESG movement within, within corporate governance and a real leader. And yet change is so slow. So what is, uh, and, and Ken as well, what, how do you force change when it is so incremental and so gradual? Um, how do you do something more radical? Have you thought about that? Has the board of American Express thought about more radical things we could do to enhance diversity and inclusion? Because it has to be imbued in the culture of a firm. It has to be talked about. It has to be shown. Behaviors across the entire firm in every region have to be similar. And every citizen of the firm has to understand what is acceptable behaviors and what are unacceptable behaviors. You see, you're going to have to have all these things in order for all this to work. You're going to have to just, you got to force those changes in order to get you to comply with the new system. You see, it's just that simple. You're just going to have to force it into people. Expletive, expletive, expletive yourself. I, I, I just, that is Marxism to a T right there. 
and they're doing it through our corporate systems. Of course, I wouldn't really call BlackRock a corporate system. Really, that's a criminal organization, to be honest. Uh, but that, yeah. that, that is just cancer. Yeah, there is that. Um, Maryland residents can use this feature immediately, but residents in states like Colorado, Georgia, and Arizona, you'll get this feature in the coming months. They don't exactly say when, but the feature will require Android 8 and above. I think we're on, are we on 13 or 14 now? I think it, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. I, I, yeah. I don't actually. I don't know. I don't. Sure. I don't use. I use the the other version of Android. So I mean, you know, the open source version. So I don't have any of this crap, and I'm not I, going to be participating in any of this crap. I think it is 14 though right now. Uh, 12. I can't be right. No, I can't be right. I think I think we're on 14 because I've got 13 on 13. on. Uh, yeah, on it has to be 14 because I think it's what? 14. Okay, my my browser is failing me because I searched what is the latest version of Android and it comes up. 12. No, it's not, because clearly we know it's at least 13. It's at least 13. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Safe to say it's above eight. The digital yes. ID. Yeah. yeah, the digital ID for your convenience, right? Because this is going to be secure right now. You have to have this because they say you have to have it. They're saying that you have to have it because there's a, a was it a growing global push. No one's actually mm. asking for this. I might add. Mm -mm. Nobody. I, I can't even think of the average person who is all jabbed up and masked up and everything else that was for the lockdowns and watches the mainstream media. I can't think of a single one of these people that have ever said, you know what? We really would love to have a digital ID that controls everything we do. I've never heard any of them say that. As crazy as they can be, I've never heard any of them say that ever. The digital ID will be stored locally on your device. See, there's no way that anybody else is going to have access to that. You see, it's going to be available just to you. However, you can access it remotely by going to your Google accounts. And on Android 11 or later versions, they claim that you can transfer the ID through the NFC tags, even when the device is off. So there's no way that that can ever be stolen or hijacked by anybody, right? Yeah, you just simply walk by someone with a scanner uh-huh. A $40 scanner. Yep. <laughs> yep. You got it. We actually looked into this kind of technology about, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago. And we were advising the company that tasked us with this. And I've told you about this several times behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. We said, you cannot do this. This technology is not secure. You're compromising people. And lo and behold, they said, thanks. We appreciate it. And they went ahead with it anyway. They're doing the same thing here. No one's bothering to think about the actual implications of this. I mean, how many times do you think that you're going to be dealing with an, a stolen digital ID on a daily basis? For God's sake, these people can't manage a lemonade stand. And we're going to put this in front of these people? I mean, I'm sure that Bud Light would do a great job with this, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Now, the Google Wallet has the option for transferring credentials through NFC or to an NFC ID terminal. And the option to show the code that allows the user to show the traditional driver's license barcode. Again, there's no way that anybody could ever have access to that. Uh, Google has said that ID stored on the Google Wallet can also be used at all TSA checkpoints. However, you still have to carry a physical ID for now, just in case, just in case there's a problem, because apparently you can fake these things. I don't know. Go figure. Or steal and then fake it with some. Yeah, there's Just swap the photo, you know, put Photoshop your yourself onto somebody else's ID. Of course, I mean, again, you know, security implications. Hey, you need it, though. You got to have it. Maybe maybe because uh, 
I'm wanting to be outside the system. Maybe this is a good thing because then this will just open the door for people like me that want to live outside the system to live outside the system and exploit it. I think it's time that people go back and listen to our crypto phones podcast. Go look at how to build yourself an encrypted phone because I will not be taking part in any of this. Why? Because I don't have a device that will support any of this. As a matter of fact, the people that design the software that go into these devices ensure that they get as far away from this nonsense as possible. So I'm not interested in any of that. Go ahead. You won't be allowed to exist in society. Is yeah, of course gonna, not. If you're, if, you're pushing, if you're pushing people to take this, then the next step, once this comes out, is to require this everywhere. Yep. Good luck. That's, that's all I'm saying. Good luck. And the reason I say good luck is because let's actually do a compare and contrast. They won't do this, of course, because they think that they know best. Let's do a compare and contrast about your economy that you want to build with Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, this stakeholder capitalism garbage that's designed to fail. Let's look at that and let's compare it to real free market competition. Let's build the two systems and let's see which one does better. Oh, and by the way, you can't interfere with the actual free market system. You can't hijack the free market system. You have to let your system stand on its own. Not pressuring people, no propaganda. Let people choose in the free market of ideas. Let people choose which system they want to exist in. And I guarantee you, they will fall flat on their faces before they even get out of the barn door because they're building a system that no one wants. That's the point. Now, as far as this digital wallet goes, you got anything you want to say on that before I move on to the next thing here? The BlackRock CEO made it clear they're just going to force you to do what you again they're they're forcing you look back at i've referenced it before but it's like 2016 2015 something like that video that google released the selfish ledger this has been right before us the entire time this has been on our face i mean they've been saying they want to socially engineer us and then they want to genetically engineer us they've they literally say that in that video that they put out themselves. It was supposed to be an internal video that someone released. I think it was the guy that wrote it or one of the writers for it. So this is the intent in the long run, is they want to control us. I welcome them to try, actually. I think it would... (laughs) Honestly, let's just get this over with, shall we? I'm tired of waiting. Let's just have it out. Let's see who actually ends up being victorious, because I guarantee it ain't going to be them. Look at Target stock. Look at Budweiser stock. These are just... Like these are opening salvos of what can be done to these corporations. I mean, obviously, this is, you know, this is a design to get us to turn against our own corporations and get us to turn against our own systems. I understand. You know, I explained the the dialectics of the game that they're playing, but that's only because, again, these corporations are filled with people just like in governments and in the bureaucracies. They are just stupid college people that don't know any better. That's the problem with them is that they are disconnected from the day to day and they think that they know best because they have these advanced degrees and they don't understand anything. They don't understand how anything works. They've never existed in the real world. They've come out of these universities and they've gone straight into these these corporations and these institutions. And that's what they believe, because that is the talking point. That is the agenda. You exist in that reality. Believe me, I've been behind that curtain. I understand what goes on in these institutions. That's how these people think. And if you step outside of that, you become the outcast and you're put on the outside. Oh, yes, that's how it is. Bruce, you look like you found something. Oh, I was just going to reference for ease of uh, things. Uh, Target's stock currently is $130 a share. Mm-hmm. It was at one point this year $181 per share. Uh-huh. Anheuser-Busch, uh, it was uh, a couple months ago $66.73 uh, uh, per stock. Now it's $54.26. So 
pretty hmm. pretty big drops. A little uh, bit a of short, a drop. Short amount. I mean, just, it, it kind just of a little bit of drop. Straight line almost. You know, down. Yeah. Just just a little bit, just a tiny bit. Well, for all of those in the European Union, all of our European listeners that are listening to us, you don't have to worry about the digital ID being prevented here because the European Commission and the World Health Organization have launched a joint venture on the Digital Health Initiative to strengthen strengthen global health security. Bruce, you're shaking your head already. You haven't even heard what this is all about. Yeah, uh, it's another it's another ploy for the government to try to have more control over you. Is what it sounds like. You make it sound like they don't know best. I mean, we just went over how much better they are than you, right? You just heard Larry Fink talking about how much better they can do it as opposed to what you can do. You, you don't need that old, outdated system of, of meritocracy. You don't need that. No, no, they've got a better way to do it. In June of this year, the WHO will take up the European Union system of the digital COVID-19 certificate to establish a global system that will help facilitate global mobility, that would be your travel, and protect citizens. You see, they're going to protect you. Protect citizens across the world from ongoing and future health threats. This is the first building block of the WHO Global Digital Health Certification Network, or the, they have a great anagram for this, the GDHCN, that will develop a wide range of digital products to deliver better health for all. You see, they're just trying to help. That's all they're trying to do. I'm really being sarcastic today. I'm laying it on pretty thick because this is, I, I can't even... I can't even fathom the world that we would live in with this type of totalitarian hell put together by these jokers. I can't even imagine the type of dystopic nightmare we'd be living in if this system were to come into full swing. So I don't take these people seriously. As a matter of fact, nobody else should either. Do you want to know what the antidote to this is? Apart from saying a simple two-letter word called no, you know what the simple thing to do is? You laugh these people out of existence is what you do. You show up at these council meetings like the good people of Australia are doing when they announce these 15-minute cities. The council, we'll get to that later this week, they showed up to one of these council meetings because the council members were just implementing a 15-minute city concept, and they were shocked, as in the council members were shocked, that the building was actually full of people during the meeting saying, we don't want this. They couldn't believe it. You'll hear them. You'll hear some of the, the, the counselors. They'll say, well, we just we, we don't know what, what people are so upset about. This is the reality that these crackpots live in. They don't understand that people don't want this. Obviously, the government knows best. They're, they, they have their finger on the pulse of what people truly want. And obviously, the government knows exactly what the people want. And they know that the people want to be controlled even more. And, you know, given um, a universal basic income so that your wealth is um, irrelevant, you won't be able to own anything because it'll be more convenient for you. And then you'll just be a good little wage slave and continue working for them, the elite. Right. Sure. Yeah. Not interested. All right. Um, again, that's that's that. Yes, they're going to go ahead with that. It, it doesn't matter because they're going to move ahead regardless. So it, it doesn't matter. As I said last week, they're moving ahead with the stakeholder capitalism concept. As Klaus Schwab said a couple of years ago, he says, look, you governments, you're not implementing this ESG strategy. You're not doing this. You're not applying these metrics. So we're going to have to do it. And 
quite frankly, I, as I said, I think they've done a pretty good job with it so far. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying that from their perspective, they're moving ahead and they seem to be successful because no one's really pushing back. Yeah, we got a couple of corporations that are taking a hit in their, in their pocketbook. But with the digital currency, remember, none of that's going to matter. So if they get the digital currency in, if they get the digital wallets in, then we have a bigger problem because social credit will follow and none of it matters. None of it matters after that. Their bottom line, nothing. None of it will matter because everything will be made up, well, as if it isn't already, everything will be made up nonsense. So apart from that, I don't have anything else on the digital stuff as far as like the digital IDs or anything involving the phones. I want to talk about a couple other things and we're going to get to maybe another part of this later in the week. I want to talk about it with Marty because he and I and and I brought you in on it and we've been kind of scratching our heads about um, this this uh, Chinese um, Navy thing. So, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about that later this week. But you had mentioned something to me in prep about, and it's an obscure topic. I don't believe in this stuff. I, I don't. But you already know what I'm going to mention. I, I don't believe in this stuff. This is one of those things we can also discuss on our Conspiracy Corner. I have another angle that I want to look at it on, and that's a, a, you know, a psychological uh, disinformation campaign. I, I want it I want to examine it. I want to attack it from that angle, but I don't have all the research done yet. I don't have all the literature I need on it yet. So I'm not very well versed in how that particular tactic was going to be applied to a population. So I want to look at it from that angle, but I'm not ready to do that yet. But we're going to talk about what you've got. And that is this. I can't even believe I'm going to say this. I can't believe we're going to discuss this. Is this going public of uh, UFOs? Okay. Again, we were expecting this. We were expecting some kind of a, a thing. And again, I don't believe this stuff. Okay. I, I The scientific side of me, I've made this clear before, the scientific side of me says, I find it inconceivable that we are the only sentient life in the galaxy. I find that inconceivable that we're the only ones. Now, that's just from a scientific standpoint. It doesn't mean I believe in gray skinned, whatever, you know, that's ridiculous. Uh, or this, whatever these idiots do down in, um, down in Central and South America, drinking the tree sap and, and seeing the, the things. Okay, I don't believe in any of that stuff. However, we were expecting some kind of a going public event from NASA or uh, the DOD or, or somebody out of the U.S. So what have they done? Well, to summarize what I think is going on, since you uh, built up to, I'll summarize what I think is going on and then I'll tell you what, what they're saying. Uh, I think this is... Uh, another government agency or uh, scientists, a group of scientists that are saying, hey, there's an existential threat out there. Um, you know, there, there, there's a problem. We've got aliens. We need more money. I think that's what's going on. But the ex-U.S. Deputy, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense uh, for Intelligence, Christopher Malone, has come out and said, he served, by the way, under both Clinton and Bush. Basically, they're saying that we're reverse engineering UFOs, craft that were off Earth or off world craft. And we're trying to analyze and explore or exploit these materials and technologies. That's that's what he's saying. Uh -huh. okay. There's been a few other whistleblowers as well that have said, yeah, we were part of this project, blah, 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 whatever. The bottom line is, if it's an alien species that is from some other solar system, I'm sorry, if they're uh, if they have enough technology to travel, you know, at least four plus light years in their lifespan to our planet, um, I'm sorry, they're going to be so far advanced technologically that we're literally 
like a virus to them or bacteria or we're, we're, we're nothing. We're ants to a civilization that can travel light years in one lifespan. Even if they, their lifespan is a thousand years, it doesn't matter. They still traveled way further than what we can do. We just barely got one of our satellites out of our own solar system. And this thing's been traveling for 50 years almost, and it's only just leaving our solar system. So assuming this species, if there is one that they're truly referencing, or if these are just um, spacecraft that we created, humans, I mean, and it's crashed down to Earth, and now they're saying, oh, these are new alien tech or whatever, and it's our own tech, and it just looks different because uh, when it's coming in at, you know, two, uh, 20,000 miles per hour and the heat and everything is is potentially creating new alloys that we didn't know could be created or something. It's very possible it's something like that, or it was exposed to radiation and now it has more, uh, you know, it's denser, more neutrons are involved, whatever. Uh, it, there's so many different things that this could be. And at the bottom line, it could just simply be disinformation and people trying to get more money so that they can continue doing their research. Look, I'm not completely naive when it comes to government spending in certain areas. I'll just say that. By that, I mean, we do have and every government does have projects that are called black projects. They do have these things. They do exist. That's not some conspiracy theory. And that is just a project that is classified at the top levels and it's off the books and money gets allocated through other means to that particular thing. Could that be what this is? I'm assuming that's the only thing I can surmise is it's it's possibly that, like this is one of these these types of, uh, of programs. Yeah. I, looking at some of the other whistleblowers that were coming out and talking about this, one of them says he said that they're 100 percent certain that aliens are living on Earth among us. Not. OK. This, God. Oh. Yeah. 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 So this is uh, Dr. Gary Newland. Nolan. Yeah, whatever. Don't care. Uh, the, the the bottom line is, uh, this sounds like a bunch of hysteria that they're ginning up for something else. There, there's another motive here. What's I don't this? think they're actually... Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay, so I, I had surmised, and again, I, I'm looking into this, but I've heard this outside of the, the angle that I'm going to approach it at, right? And I'm, we're going to discuss this on our Conspiracy Corner. It will be one of those episodes, but... I have heard, and it's been behind the scenes circling as a rumor over the last few years, that you're going to hear some kind of excuse like what they're presenting, and the purpose behind it is going to involve the Catholic Church. Catholic Church, the Catholic Church, mainly the Vatican, being the dominant form of Christianity in the world, right? So you've got, what is it, two billion? Two billion in the Catholic or two billion in, in the Catholic Church, I think, something like that. At least that's what it was, roughly. So my point is, is that a lot of the people that were behind the scenes were saying that they will introduce this, and you've got the uh, whatever this is, this Pope, uh, this, this whatever he is, who will gladly wheel out this agenda and go right along with it in order to make that severance with Western Christianity and the living God. And that would be one way to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's one way to attempt to do it because I've already heard theories and everything that if God created Earth and, you know, uh, the people here, why would he not create? <laughs> why couldn't there be humans elsewhere or another sure. alien race or something sure. like that elsewhere? Another um, 
hypothesis is uh, uh, God, as the Christian world knows it, is actually some alien being that seeded the planet Earth. And this is actually just a little science project of theirs. Um, again, the, the argument... <laughs> The argument I have as a Christian, okay, let's say that you're right, and it is uh, some alien being that, okay, okay, first of all, he hasn't lied so far to us, okay, so uh, there you go, uh, and if he's able to continue with the things that he says he can do, then what's the problem, if it is just an alien, because effectively, that would make you a god, even if you're an alien. Which, technically, by our standards and definition of alien, even the Christian God is alien, technically, because he's not from Earth. Either way you look at it, I think it's all a big distraction. That's my take on it. I, I think it's all just a big distraction. That's all it's, it's designed to do. Now, um, there, there, is a, there is a possibility that some of these guys, because some of the arguments they make is global warming. So it's possible they're trying to... Uh, really? Grab global, attention. <laughs> they're warming. trying to grab attention and try to grab funding... To put towards more fusion tech. And if that was the goal, is they're trying to gen up hysteria to get money to do fusion. Oh, okay. I'm I'm not against it because fusion okay. is a big I, deal. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll go with that. I'll I'll go with that because that is a that is a clean source of, of energy, as in that is hundred percent, you know, like there's there's no byproduct of that that's you know that, that's a yeah. problem. So if we want to travel the stars, we're gonna have to have at we're least need fusion. It. Yeah, we're gonna need it. All right. Anything else on that? Like again, you know, we're going to discuss that again later in detail. But I want to attack it from a different angle. Uh, but I, I need, yeah. I, I need to look into it first. Uh, and so there's, there's more to that. But I don't have anything else on that. I, I would just caution: uh, there is nothing in here that shows evidence. There is only speculation, and in this article, there is no hard evidence. He doesn't prevent or present. Oh, here's the the research documents that shows the new materials or the new technologies or there's nothing. It's only hearsay. So uh, yeah. this is would have been again, my next question like, is what yeah. proof has actually been shown. And I'm not talking about some circumstantial evidence. I mean, show me as in put it out there and show me full disclosure. Let's see it. And you're saying there's none. Yeah, there's nothing. They've presented nothing. It, it, it's just they say, they speculate, they believe. It, it, there's nothing. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Really hard evidence. All right. They can go back to the to the dispensary in in California. That's fine. Go ahead. No big deal. Not judging. Anyway. So uh, this really doesn't play too much into the tech side of things, but we're going to talk about this later in the week with uh, with Marty. He's uh, he's a retired Royal Navy, and he might have a thing or two to say on this. But just from what we're looking at, and I ran this stuff by him this morning. Last year, almost a year ago to date, right now we're just we're, we're not experts. We're just reporting on on what we're seeing and our take and and our informed opinions of what we've been able to put together. That's all. Now last year. Uh, almost a year ago to date, you had the communist Chinese who put to sea their third aircraft carrier, their third, right? That would be a substantial step for them if they were to put a third aircraft carrier in. Now, they've got three right now. Well, actually two. Previous, to, let's, let's just set the third one off to the side. They've got two aircraft carriers, one of which is operational. Right. And then the original one that they're running that is out there is actually an old leftover relic from the Soviet Union that they bought and they still use it. It's still in commission. Now, this third one that they put to see the Fujian, anybody can look this up, uh, was put to see last year. It was said to be a state of the art, most advanced carrier that they had ever built. 
And if you look at our Nimitz class carriers that we have in the US, man, that looks awful familiar, doesn't it? As in like the, the design, the layout and everything. I mean, we were looking at it side by side, Bruce, and we were thinking, boy, that looks awful familiar. It's, it's yeah. pretty, pretty interesting how they got it that close. And to be fair, I mean, they, they got it pretty close. Now, after the maiden voyage of that carrier last year, the thing disappeared. We hadn't actually seen it. I mean, you would think that if it's their most advanced carrier and you know, had all this this amazing technology on it that we'd be seeing it in action. They'd be happy to promote that thing and, and show it off. Well, two days ago, it resurfaced. It showed back up in a port just outside of Shanghai. And this was a, a small piece that was done, I believe it was out of the Epic Times. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So I went over and I, I get, believe me, I, I don't I don't like the fact that I did this, but because of research purposes, I justified it to myself. I said, you've got to do it just for research purposes. So I did. I went to Google Maps because they have the most advanced and the most accurate. So I went to Google Maps and I went over to Shanghai. Believe me, it's not easy to navigate what's over there. And I looked for the port that this thing was supposedly sighted in two days ago from the satellite images. And I couldn't find the port because the port doesn't exist, right? The name. And so I thought, well, that's interesting. Okay, so I'll look around for something similar. And sure enough, I found it. She's docked up there. And oh boy, she doesn't look all that great. Now, I, I took these photos and I, I sent them over to, uh, to Marty. I had him take a look at them. We're looking at it and we're like, man, this is, uh, yeah, she's, she doesn't look very good. Now, keeping in mind that you send out a carrier and she's at sea for a year. I mean, any country is going to do this. They will come back in. They'll they'll be stripped down and they'll be, you know, you, you'll do resurfacing on the uh, the flight deck and, and everything else. This one, this had, like the flight deck is, is cracking in places that it shouldn't. Mind you, the flight deck, Bruce, I didn't see any, I actually didn't see where they actually lined out anything on the flight deck now that I think on it. Did you? You didn't see any of that, did you? There was a few lines that were like, um, cautionary lines, but there was nothing as far as like, yeah, nothing like that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's well, all it was, but there was nothing for like, uh, you know, to guide aircraft landing, yeah. Uh, the launchers, you know, the catapults, they were covered up. They coincidentally, they still had the same covers over them, all three of them. And we thought, well, maybe they've been experimenting with VTOL technology. Well, that can't be right because as near as we can tell, they don't actually have it. Now, I think the the O'Biden administration, yes, I said that correctly. I think the O'Biden administration actually attempted to give them one of our F-35s and I think it failed. You know, the one that crashed uh, in the in the ocean a couple of uh, months ago. Uh, we actually got to it and re we recovered it before they actually got to it. So um, I think that we're trying to give it to them, but because of what's going on right now, we haven't actually been able to do it. And I don't think that the I don't think the Chicoms would actually even if we gave it to them, I don't think they could probably tinker with it and get it to work for them, at least not right away. So I think that's that's a moot point. But the fact is, back to the carrier, the thing looks like it's well, um, it looks like it's just not real, if that makes any sense. The whole thing, everything. We went back and we we pulled the video from a year ago. And we looked at the launching of it. And as we're looking at the launching of it, we're, we're asking ourselves, where are the deck elevators? To have a working carrier, you've got to have deck elevators. Both the guys that designed this have disappeared, right? So bo both the Chinese uh, company guys that, that designed this have disappeared. And this thing is now spotted in dock uh, a year later. Well, if it's your most advanced carrier, what's the problem? What's the issue? Why do you still have the catapults covered up? And we're not talking about just a couple of tarps that you've got laying out there over the deck. We're talking about 
actual structures built over top of these things, like warehouses. It, I'm just, it looks like it looks like a corrugated tin structure that they built over yeah. the top of it is what it yeah. kind of looks like. And they yeah, painted it, looks like it black. Pole buildings or something. Yeah. Now I'm just guessing here. We're looking at the uh we're looking at the command center where the bridge and everything is. We're looking at all that. It looks like they've literally just built a cardboard tube. Now, I'm not an expert by any means, but that seems like an awful lot of time, of money, of materials, of manpower to be wasting for theater, for production value. But that just goes to show you, if this is indeed the case, that there's no links that they won't go to for the purposes of disinformation to throw us off. And this goes all the way back, right? This this disinformation campaign, this goes all the way back. This goes back generations. This is nothing new for them. We also found, uh, where we were looking, we also found a couple other uh, destroyers, I'm guessing, uh, that they had. uh, More than that. We found at least a dozen. Well, I'm saying they were up river area. Oh, in the same port. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a naval port. That was not a naval port. No. That should be pointed out. It was not. Everything around it was merchant. Everything. Like, literally, like, 100 feet away, it was merchant. Uh, They had, you know, the the dock cranes and everything there uh, at port. But the two destroyers, one was in dry dock and the other one was just docked. No actual movement of any kind. There was no, like... You couldn't see people, you couldn't see heavy equipment or any of that on uh, all those ships. Um, You also could not tell if they were anything more than just a floating device. There's areas that are hollow on the uh, both the destroyers and the aircraft carrier. So it looks fake. I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's fake. And of course, that makes you wonder why. Why is it fake? I don't have an answer, at least not yet, but I'm hoping that I can come up with an answer at least at some point in the very near future, because again, there's more work that we're doing. I'm, I'm pursuing an, another route at the moment. You know, this is the, the route that you wanted to go down, Bruce. We're looking at this and my goodness, we're going back at least, at least 50 years. We're going back at least 50 years and we have a very serious problem again that has been overlooked. You know, this is this is something that that it's just not been paid attention to. So, I mean, I'm again, I'm not going to get into it because we got more work to do on it. But these are incredible, incredible things that we're finding. Uh, but anyhow, I I don't have anything else. Uh, Bruce, do you have anything else? I, I thought we talked about China. We're going to talk about that later in the week as we find out more. So we're going to look at those at those satellite images a little bit more. I, I'm going to see if I can't pull some uh, some plans and things, it's at least what's publicly available uh, and see what we can see what we can surmise off of that. But anyway, you got anything else? Nothing really in the tech world. Um, well, Apple did just reveal their uh, new Pro uh, VR headset. Um, oh, God, not that did, too. Yeah, it's the first major product that they've released in, what, like a decade or so. Um, yeah, it's uh, a good $3,500. Uh, so if you want to fork that out. But not interested. Yes. Well, uh, they're going to push. It looks like it's going to be both VR and AR in one. Honestly, uh, that technology is here to stay. They're they're going to try to continue adapting it and making it smaller and smaller. And then eventually you'll um, wear it uh, like just a normal pair of glasses or contact lenses, which uh, there was a company that's making a keyboard. It's a startup that's actually like or a, a computer monitor. And all you have to have is a keyboard. That was actually pretty cool. That one is looks cool. Uh, but your your computer screens, your monitors are all virtual and it's augmented reality you put a pair of glasses on and they're just rendered 
Uh, that that's mm. pretty cool for an office space or something like yeah, that. Sure. That'd be pretty neat, but not for not for like gaming and that kind of stuff or editing, no. uh, video editing, 3D editing, any of that. It wouldn't work. But other yeah. than that, no, nothing nothing really on the on the radar. All right. Well, we will go ahead and call this one done. We'll get out of here a few minutes early, and I will see you back here tomorrow with Melissa from Cutting Through the Matrix. So I'd like to thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone. Have a great evening. Thank you.